Uh, hello? Hey, Aaron, how you doing, buddy? Pete, is something something going on? This is like the fifth time you've called me all day. Well, yeah, you didn't pick up on the first ring or the second ring or the third ring or the fourth ring. Well, I'm, I'm in Mexico. Like, second honeymoon, we've talked about this. Like, I'm not. The only reason oh. I don't answer right now is that my wife uh, left to go uh, go get a massage at the hotel. So, because oh. she, she, kept, she kept seeing me. I mean, she heard my phone ring. And she was like, that better not be Peter or all the podcasts are over. And I'm like, it's not. It's the police. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's the Mexican police. That's why I'm oh. not answering. We're leaving oh, nice. anyways uh, soon. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, you've been a real asshole. So what's up? I, I don't know why you can't talk about the podcast while you're you know in in Mexico. Do you do you not like movies in Mexico? I love I love movies in Mexico. I love movies shot in Mexico. I love movies from Mexican directors. Uh, but is this like an area code rule, like outside of your normal area? Well, code? it's you just you know like we. Me? I guess I guess the thing here is is that like we were off this week, so we're not recording. I'm in Mexico trying to enjoy second honeymoon. I, uh, I don't think I ever agreed to that though. Well, I mean, you acknowledged it, but I well, I watched Future Sport. Have you ever seen Future Sport? Yeah, that we talked about that movie like fucking five months ago. No, we walked. We talked about Rollerball. Running Man, uh, The Blood of Heroes. Yeah, and then, and then Future Sport. Remember, I, I didn't stop talking about it. It was like a fun joke. I called you while you were moving. No, to talk no. about it. like we did. We did a whole thing. I don't. I don't think we did. Yeah, because you hadn't seen it. So well, I've seen I, it now. So could we talk about Future Sport now? You saw Fr- Future Sport. I watched. I watched Future Sport. It's not pronounced Future Sport. It's pronounced Future Sport. Huh. This changes some things. Um, yeah, I saw it. It's on the Amazon Prime. Yeah, the the answer, of course, is still no. Um. Oh, actually, well, well I'll tell you what. Tell me what we can. <laughs> we can. We can do a little bit of future sport. I mean, I again, I've already talked about it. I don't even remember that movie. I had um, surgery to take out the Dean Kane parts of my brain. So, I mean, I, I guess yeah. I mean, sure. If, if you. If this is going to get out your demons, if this is going to make you stop calling my fucking phone while I'm on my goddamn second honeymoon, then sure, Peter, you yeah. go right ahead and talk about future sport. Yeah, I just want to talk about it. Like, the no, no pressure. I just, um, I, I think, you know, you said you had a, a, an operation to remove parts of your brain. Let's do a little, like, diagnostic on you, okay? So, uh, what's your name? Well, I'm, I'm Aaron Armstrong. Yeah, and I'm I'm Peter Moran. Okay, cool. We're good. That's the next the next step is um, um, what's the name of the podcast that I record with you? You mean you mean we love to watch? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it is we love to watch. For maybe say like we love to watch the Dean Kane the Nation. Like, <laughs> so you you know that that's the part that you do, right? Yeah, yeah. So why do you want me to say it? I just want you to say it, just for old time's sake. We love to watch the Dean Kane the Nation. I like it. I like the energy, most of all. That's vibrant. I feel the electricity. I feel like you're riding the lightning right now. My, yeah, my fingernails are digging into my leg. <laughs> That's what I call riding the lightning. All right, fuck you. Fuck you. Fine. Cue the right. intro music. Yeah, okay. What I do on my time is my business, Sergeant. Yeah, me too. And I'm on my time now. There's no lieutenant here to save your ass. So don't fuck with me, Morgan. All right, you got me. I ordered some furniture from Thailand. I was waiting for it to be delivered. Surprise, motherfucker!
all this shit, did, did you at least plan a fucking game, Peter? I did. I did. I planned it. I I planned the game. Yeah, because I planned it. I planned a game for our episode about it. So I could uh, tell. I did a whole thing. Um, I let you participate. What do you got, I w- Bozo? I would like you to participate in a game. It's not sure. just a game for me. The name of the game is. Hold on, I'm gonna pour another tequila shot because I'm in Mexico. Oh, oh, you're setting a little scene for us. Yeah. Oh wow. Just me in Mexico with tequila. <laughs> when you're taking those tequila shots uh, south of the border, as they say, um, do you do you take them straight or do you have some salt and lime? Like, what are you doing? Well, uh, they're in a, right now. There's a salt recession in Mexico. Uh, so. I heard about that. Yeah, it was all it was all over the papers. <laughs> never never read them. I was watching Future Sport. Um, so the name of the game is Future Sport Trivia. Okay. And uh, I got some questions for you that I planned in advance. Great. Just like I did for you. First question is the sport portrayed in future sport a sport from the past, present, or future? I I feel like you oversold me on the effort you put into this game. Mm -mm. I put a lot of work into it, and you're going to be goddamn polite about it. Well, Peter, based on those options and the name of the movie, I'm going to go with future sports. That is correct to the best of my uh, to the best of my knowledge. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you one future sport point. I mean, in fairness, you don't know when the origins of future sport and Wesley Snipes uh, sojourn onto that uh, fateful half pipe mm-hmm. um, was. Mm-hmm. It could be the past for us right now. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know uh, when the movie takes place. Because it's been five fucking months since I've seen it. <laughs> um. So. Is that it? Was that the game? No. I have another question for you. Great. It's about Wesley Snipes. He's in this movie. And he is from a place called Down Zone. Yep. All flooded back to me. (laughs) First question about this. Question 2A. Is the Down Zone where rich people live or where poor people live? Um... I feel like it's where, you know, you're down on your lock, you're down in skid row, you're down in down zone. Yeah, yeah. But then again, like if you were in New York, getting yourself a New York slice, uh, downtown is where all the rich people live. So you got to think about it. True, but they they specifically make a point about calling the where the rich people live up zone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I don't, I don't mm. think that's true. <laughs> but you've, you've seen it more recently. Uh, they should. They don't. I've read they should the really, they should really underline. Yeah. You've read the novelization where mm-hmm. it really it has notations and references and stuff. <laughs> it's, a whole bibliography. Yeah, it's a historical tome. It was written, <laughs> no. by, John, it was written by John Krakauer. Didn't you know that? Oh yeah. Um, so that's I a name I know. Answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's he writes books. So never heard of them. <laughs> Maybe I'll pick some up from the gift shop in Mexico. Yeah, there's gift shops. Believable bit. Um, I'm going to need an answer from you. Do rich people or poor people live downtown? I said downtown. poor people. <laughs> not only do you not remember that we've done this podcast before, but you don't remember the answer that I said a couple minutes ago. Unless I had too much tequila and forgot to answer, but just said it in my head to myself. Mm-hmm. You, well, it'll all come out in the edit, uh, but I'll make you look real dumb. Um, oh, did I tell you I'm recording this? Yeah, I was about to say, edit of what? 
I thought this was just to satisfy your own weird power trip. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That all sounds like a good motivation for my character. Actually, I just wanted another episode. Uh, uh, last night, the content god spoke to me, and he said, uh, feed the beast. So uh, I decided to trick you into recording an episode, and now you're too deep in. Well, first you're, off, you I like would never, you ever do that to you. You would never. Um, don't, now if you leave, you look, look like back. Gallagher on what the fuck. <laughs> yeah, don't don't look back on any episodes bearing this exact same name. Yeah, I would don't never do that, Peter. Peter, I'm trying to gaslight you, Peter. Let's say gas, say gaslight people, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, you're being. Oh, just calm down. You're being gaslit. <laughs> <laughs> don't Wikipedia that. No. Um, oh, you're so gaslit right now. <laughs> so you just received as a half I, point as because I that was question two A. Okay. Uh, question 2B. You ready? Sure. Peter. Does Wesley Snipes have an offensive accent in this film? Yeah, absolutely. We talked about it on an episode. Yes, he does. Uh, that is correct. You've received the full two points for this game. Uh, which why means co- you answered... Uh, why couldn't there just have been three points? <laughs> judges? You're not privy to that information, I'm sorry. The, really... Question 2A and 2B were no more related than question 1 and question 2A. I feel like you questioning my methodology is just showing cracks in the foundation of our relationship, and this is just territory you shouldn't delve in. Show your work. That's all I'm saying. Just show your work. Zach's a math teacher. He would he would support me 100%. <laughs> no, you just write uh, the correct answer after you looking at the test next to you, and you write, and then a wizard happens right above it. <laughs> and then it's just, it's just you, you put all your answers, like, surrounded by, like, lightning circles. <laughs> <laughs> and, you say, and then when I ask any questions, just say, I was riding the lightning, baby. Riding the lightning. All right, do you want to talk about this dumb let's talk about, movie? Let's talk about future sport. Do you want me to so, do a five-second recap? Uh, yeah, Aaron, I would love for you to do the 90-second recap on Future Sport after I do a five-second recap. You did, uh, but you did, five, you did the five-second last time. Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me. Dean Kane. You're excused. Does a Future Sport. Five seconds. And now I'm going to need 90 seconds on the film's Future Sport. Sure. Uh, so sometimes you record an episode about a movie called Future Sports, and then your co-host, who you've always had a pretty good relationship with, uh, we doesn't respect bro hosts. Bro hosts, yeah, sure. Uh, sometimes he doesn't respect the boundaries of your real life relationships, and uh, and decides to talk about it once again at the at the request of literally no one. No one wanted to listen to the first one, and now we're doing this again just because I guess Peter. Had some free time? Quick question. Um, I'm not done with my 90 are... seconds. <laughs> <laughs> the recap isn't over. <laughs> so, so then, uh, so then. I, I got the mic, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I got the speaking stick. <laughs> we should, we should come up with a speaking stick situation, but then the, the critical flaw is that we don't use the video Skype. <laughs> Also, you have to mail the stick to each other. It takes us nine months to make an episode. We can stitch it together. We're good at editing at this point. Got it. Uh, all of our listeners rolled their eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah. So, so sometimes your co-host doesn't respect boundaries, and then you talk about future sport again. And then Dean Kane says, "And I used to be Superman." He does. That is all uh, pertinent information about the film, and is indeed. 
helpful to people's understanding of the film Future Sport. Thank you very much, Aaron, someone who has seen Future Sport. Yeah, I have. Uh, we had so, a quick question. I need to sort of address some things. One, how close are you and your wife, really? Like, you guys don't have a podcast together. I mean, I can't argue with that logic. Yeah, I mean, how many projects have you guys even collaborated on? Uh, just the kid, really. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty big project. Would you put that in, like, long-term projects? Like, how, how many scrum meetings do you guys have on the well, kid? Well, here's the thing. Ideally, we're going to be... The, our kid project's going to go on for 18 years. Ideally. Um, ideally, for this podcast, longer. Mm-hmm. When was your kickoff call about the baby? Uh, well, uh, it was about four hours. We edited it down. <laughs> I will uh, stop asking questions about your wife and family, and just uh, we'll just agree that uh, you and I have a closer relationship, and that you shouldn't be so so mad about me calling you up in Mexico. Here's here's the best part about this. My wife, my wife, my wife doesn't listen to this podcast. So in theory, I could just be uh, chronicling a breakdown in our relationship episode from episode, and she would be very surprised while hundreds of people would not be. (laughs) What if I just, I took all the episodes and I placed them directly over each other and played them as one audio file. And it's just you saying, help, I'm dying. I'm dying. Yeah. And then uh, for the, for the song in the background, it's just uh, Sarah McLachlan's building a mystery. (laughs) Just to, it's probably going to be a long one. To to a Sarah McLachlan mix. I she love, has other songs, I assume. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd love to do a Sarah McLachlan mix. The only song I can think of is uh, In the Arms of an Angel, and that's because the ASPCA has abused me for years with it. It's called In the Arms of an Angel? I don't know. I think the Hinder song is called Lips of an Angel, which is like one of my most hated songs of all time. Anyway, Peter... This, this massage is not that long. <laughs> okay, uh, so in the film Future Sport, um, what's we the history the with this film? Wait, what, we don't. I, what, you, the history is I watched it as a joke for this podcast after referencing it for years, and then we recorded an episode on it. Hold Peter. on, hold on. This was a joke to you. Our podcast was a joke to you. Well, this specific episode was kind of a joke. I just wanted to ruin your trip across the country. Oh, I see what's going on here. Oh, this is one of those tit-for-tat things I've heard so much about. Oh, yeah, baby. This is like being lifted by your own batard. Alright, so what did you... So, I've seen the movie, Peter. What did you think of the movie? You sound a little defensive. Have you seen the movie? I've seen the movie. (laughs) Okay. What did I think of the film? Yeah. Um, I thought the film was very interesting to watch after Rollerball because the film is uh, very similar to Rollerball in that uh, it fails at everything Rollerball accomplishes. A few other observations here. The reason that Wesley Snipes wants the future sport game to be played is because he invented the sport and he wants it to be like, he wants it to like uh, remain relevant and cool and he wants to be like, oh, my sport stopped a war. Because you think in your episode you were questioning why Wesley Snipes would why he would be playing both sides he's playing both sides so he can zip and zag so to speak in future sport parlance around uh, a war what do you think about that Aaron? see i that's not what i took from it i took Hmm. tell me how you're wrong 
I, I think he had completely unclear motivations to the mm-hmm. audience. And if you were able to, I mean, you have a special connection with Wesley Snipes. So maybe what happened here is that not so much that I missed something about the plot, but more that you looked into his soul and saw what he was thinking as a char- as the character in Future Sport. Yeah, I like to think that Wesley Snipes and I are drift compatible. Uh, were we in a Jaeger situation? I would say that there's at least an 80% chance of that happening. Thank you so much. That's the nicest you're, thing you've ever said on the show. You're on the rise. He's he's not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Somehow, Wait, you, guys, so you, you, guys, you guys might meet in the middle of a Jaeger. <laughs> Wait, so Ye- Jaeger drift compatibility has to do with how famous you are? Well, no, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying that... Does, it ma- does your clout score matter? Your clout score doesn't matter... But here's the thing. If he was super famous, like he was, say, when he made the movie Future Sport, hypothetically, yeah, um, man. you know, if he was in a if he was in a Jaeger with you, uh, he, he would be because he'd be in a Jaeger uh, with someone who meets his level of fame. So I'm saying that, you know, it's like. Now, just because you're a Jennifer you're, Esposito, you yeah, Jennifer Esposito, <laughs> a uh, a Kurt Fuller, um, a Barry Barry Botswick. These are all names <laughs> that could be in a Jaeger with Wesley's names. Uh, in the alternate universe where Keanu Reeves uh, didn't get the Matrix, what 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 would happen in that alternate? Are you saying that Wesley Snipes gets the Matrix? I would or say is Keanu that an unrelated thing that happens in this alternate universe when we're talking about Wesley Snipes? So, what other clarifications do you need me to make about the game? One thing I have to say about it is that Dean Kane. Uh, the Kane Train, isn't Dean he Kane so, Nation, isn't he so bad? Uh, little Superman, uh, Ripley, believe it or not. Um, former Buffalo Bill. Former Buffalo Bill. Wait, was Dean Kane on, on the Buffalo Bills? He was, yeah. He got injured playing football. And For- that's why he became an actor. That's crazy. You gotta read his autobiography, Don't Stay in the Cane. (laughs) (laughs) Stay in the Cane, nothing but pain. We already probably made like a Dean of Cane joke. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did. That's that's always rattling around in my brain. (laughs) So so Dean Cane. Charisma Black Hole. (laughs) Charisma Black Hole. I disagree. So here's the thing about Dean Kane. His character Whoa! is supposed to be sort of a cocky douchebag. <laughs> he's, he is, but he's p- terrible at playing a cocky douchebag. I think, and this is like probably a huge insult to Dean Kane, uh, who was great recently on Lady Dynamite. I think that Dean Kane is actually, uh, this matches his, probably what his real life persona is at the exact same time this happened. If you're positing that... Dean Kane in this movie is as tolerable as Dean Kane in real life. I could buy that, but I don't think it's a, a good performance. I think that it's believable because I think Dean Kane either uh, in his in his mind, even if this isn't how he's in real life, in his mind he's like, yeah, this is what would happen if I veered into being full douchebag. Like he got just enough of like a, a profile boost in his late nineties career that like I could see him veering into it and being like. Adios, amigo. Like, all the Spanish he throws out is uh, really, really charming. Um, it's just, just what you want out of uh, a guy that everybody identifies as white. I mean, he played fucking Clark Kent. He did. Uh, and here he plays Tootin' Fucking Common. Tootin' Fucking Common. Did you like that one swear word to get the R rating? There's, there's two in the cut I watched. Okay. So there's also uh, the really angry guy on their team that gets a stick. 
Um, I don't know why he gets a stick and not a lot of other people get a stick, but he gets a stick. Uh, he's like the bug eyed, really kind of crazy one on their team. Yeah. He he uh, he says I like he's like fuck that guy up or something when he gets uh, injured. Uh, somebody breaks his leg in a very rollerball sequence. See, I don't remember that. That makes sense because I think you actually need two f words to get an R. But here's the thing about like swearing is that I don't register it unless it's so bad like I pay attention to it. So or it's like just beautifully played together. Yeah, so that don't fucking touch me probably won't register for me, even when I was trying to notice uh, curse words based on the the fact that this was a TV movie. But the terrible line of like, who does he think he is? Tootin' fucking common, which is like so obviously, let's get that F word in there. Yeah, and also like his his character's name's Pharaoh. His last name is Ramses. They were so self conscious it couldn't even be Ramses like how it's actually spelled. It's Ramses. What, with and a what's, Z. His, what's his what's his first name? Dean Kane Ramses. Trey. <laughs> Trey Ramses. <laughs> Trey is like the best nineties douchebag day of all. Like every like every, I think Chad is a little overplayed. Trey is the real nineties yeah. douchebag name. Yeah. T R E. Like, it's in the future. There's no Ys yeah. anymore. Yeah. We got rid of them. Uh, we made, they had we Y made, control. We made Ys pick a side in their vowel consonant war. <laughs> they lost. They lost so, 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 a couple things I want to ask you. How great is the scene, the flashback scene, with Wesley Sayes just sitting in that small half pipe, holding out the the, the bro, I was about to say roller ball, <laughs> holding out the the ball as, and then looking at it, and then people coming by and grabbing it as he like nods, like good, everything is happening according to plan. <laughs> it made me realize like how fucking impossible it would be to actually create a sport and get it to national level, like. Because it's so embarrassing forcing people to play the thing that you made up. And it also... It's, it's such a small half pipe. And he's sitting there and, like, there's no clear... Like, there's no clarity on what he's doing to, to train people. He's just, like, occasionally taking the future sport ball away from him and then, like, nodding and then handing it back like a, like a sensei of some sort. He's some sort of future sport sensei. Um, Future sensei. I think that there'd be no way for somebody in 2017 to actually come up with a new sport because everybody would be so too self-conscious to actually play it. They'd just be like, I look stupid, I look stupid, I look stupid. <laughs> it, it makes you think like the beginnings of every sport must have been very clumsy. Well, they didn't have television at the beginning of all of them. Yeah, so you had years to play it before you were truly embarrassed. You didn't have like Vanessa Williams videotaping your weird thing that you're doing in the down zone. Yeah, you did. You do it. That just sounds dirty. Do it in the down zone. Can you hear what he said? Vanessa Williams videotaping the thing you're doing in the down zone? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's that's what my doctor said that to me the other week. Like, hey, we... What's this thing you're doing in the down zone? Does it, <laughs> does it hurt? I like the idea of there being a chart of a normal human body, and then he flips yeah. another chart, and it's just down here body. is what we call the down zone. <laughs> it's just the Armstrong body, and it's just everything from the waist down is called the down zone. Did you like the best uh, attempt at a catchphrase ever from Wesley Snipes? I've got news for you: Dead man get not da. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was really good. I also liked uh, when he, I think he tells somebody that they played like doo-doo. Um, that was pretty good. I, I, I like it because he's um, somehow edged out Jar Jar Binks for the most racist character of the late, late 90s. 
it's weird that he's like racist. You know, normally it's just it's so it's. I think I figured out what was going on. I think that you were partially confused because you thought he was doing a Hawaiian accent. I don't no, he's know definitely the, doing a Jamaican accent. I know, I know, but attempting a, you know, intent versus what's reality. The reality is that he's doing um, Dan Aykroyd in Trading Places Jamaican accent. Yeah, he's not even doing a good, like, Jamaican accent for someone from Jamaica. He's doing yeah, a white like, guy doing a, a Jamaican act. <laughs> and at least at least in training places, like, Dan Aykroyd gets caught immediately, and the guy's like, you sounded fucking stupid. In this <laughs> movie, everyone's like, I totally understand you, brah. That's why you're my amigo. I What's would his love name, like, him. Bouncer Chaz or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would love the idea if there was, like, a subplot that's like, yeah, he read, he, uh, he hold on. <laughs> I, I would love if there Take was a time, sub- Yeah, thanks. Uh, I'd love if there's a subplot that's like, he's talking like this the whole movie, and then near the end, someone's like, why is, why does he talk like that? He's not from Jamaica. And someone's like, yeah, he rode the lightning one too many times. <laughs> He rode the lightning, and then the the halftime music was uh, red, red wine, and then he just yeah. like ran with it. Do you do you like that he does come in at the end, but then leaves immediately? I don't because I think that I like the the I like my reading that he just wants. Uh, he believes so much in future sport. He scores a goal, not the winning goal, and then he's like, "That I just wanted to sh- prove I could do it one more time," and everyone's like, "Okay." So I guess we're still down a player. Was there a, like a, a B plot here that was cut out that he was he had gotten bad at the sport? Like I thought the idea was that like he was still pretty fucking relevant. Everybody knows who he is. He was being interviewed. Yeah. Before like Vanessa Williams wanted to interview him. He didn't want to interview. She didn't want to interview uh, Trey Pharaoh. Trey Ramsey's Pharaoh. <laughs> Trey Cool. Um. Yeah. Well, think about it this way. So you're Wesley Snipes, right? You just got done starring in a blockbuster comic book movie. You were the star. This is after years of appearing in hit after hit like White Man Can't Jump, Passenger 57, that train one uh, that I'm forgetting Money the name train. of. Money Train. Uh, is that what it's called? It's actually called Money Train. Jesus Christ. It's not like a joke answer that I gave you. the 90s. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, and he's like, what are you going to do next? And he goes... I'm going to be super racist in a made-for-TV movie with Dean Cain. And everyone's like, well, I respect your honesty and your career choices. <laughs> like, what what, what the fuck was he thinking? He's EP, so one of his friends probably wrote the script. That's the only thing I can think of. Question, is it okay to do a, uh, a mocking uh, impression of a racist accent? Here's what I know. If you do that, you can end up in a lot of trouble, and dead man get nada. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly can't remember which lines of his are his and which lines are uh, from Jojo Binks. <laughs> it's, like, oh, it's all the same dialogue. It's so bad. Um, my question for you is, future sport, sure. since this is a normal thing we do on the show, how many thumbs up do you give it? Well, on a scale from one to three. So, it's, it's the future. Pinkies count as half thumbs, by the way. Can you stop fucking redefining... <laughs> The scale? I will not add any more rules. Like, first of all, it was super... It was wide open. I could say thumbs till my mouth was blue with thumbs. And and then you're like, oh, and now it's up to three 
fine, I went with that. And now you're, like, trying to justify where the third one came in. And you know what? I've had enough. My answer is four thumbs out of defiance of your stupid rules. Oh, so you're using toe thumbs? Son of a bitch. <laughs> but yes, I, I was using toe thumbs. You give, you give Future Sport four toe thumbs. Well, in the future, everyone has four thumbs. Oh, I didn't know that. Is that is that like an evolutionary thing so we can tell each other how awesome we are all the time? They did not not say that happens in the future of Future Sport. Mm. That's true. I didn't get a really good uh, look at uh, Dean Kane's weird mangled thumb hand. No, Dean Kane totally gives you, thumbs but, up in this movie, but he never gives quad thumbs. <laughs> if he did, he would shake him and go, excellent. He'd go, excellent. Go hang cool. He go hang ten, amigo. Sorry, I'm not. I'm doing a. I'm doing a Chris Evans and Scott Pilgrim thing. I, I have no idea what you're doing. <laughs> go, hang, Besides hang ruining ten. my vacation. So honestly, though, so I guess what what did you what did you think of the movie? Like, I I think I said that this was really stupid but enjoyable and like a uh, kind of a high budget, high minded attempt at a good movie for made for TV. A very specific sort of bad movie that was enjoyable that they don't make anymore? I would say none of that. Okay. Though I do think that the director had, like, a base level of competence that, like, I would like to have seen what the director did ten years after. Because, like, it feels like a lot of the limitations were budgetary. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. It wasn't like it wasn't like a current, like, sci-fi made-for-TV movie where they're like, well, this is going to be stupid and we know it. Like, I think they were trying to make a good movie with a bad script and a bad premise and a poor budget and bad actors. I think the idea of a TV movie uh, doesn't exist anymore for me in my mind because movies now are so cheap that you can just like watch any movie you want on netflix for free or if you want to watch a movie one time you can go on amazon and just watch it for like 199 or 299 yeah this had a budget of 10 million yeah this is this is a little different than that and also like back then like vhs's were like 90 bucks and renting stuff was was still moderately expensive because they had to pay off the $90 a tape they were spending. So, yeah, like, I feel like the idea has kind of faded in people's minds that, oh, getting excited about a TV movie on Saturday night, like, this is fun, like, we'll make popcorn and it's like a free movie. Superman's in this one! <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think the idea has kind of, like, faded in people's minds because it's like, yeah, I mean, like... Or you can just wait, like, six months and Netflix's deal with Disney will bring it there or whatever. Yeah. And you can watch a real movie. In some ways, the our own future is darker than the sport. Or the future of future sport. I said the wrong word from the title first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have one, one other thing to say about the film, and that's that uh, you should just watch Rollerball. The 2002 John McTarran film. I can guarantee you, having not seen the Rollerball remake, that this movie is better than that. Fuck, we're gonna end up doing it on the show at some point. Yeah, yeah. So the, the original Rollerball with James Con, I uh, Norman Jewison is that director? Yep. That movie is a movie that I would highly uh, recommend over this movie because I think that it actually highlights a lot of the problems that this movie has. We're like unlikable protagonist. Uh, all the political stuff is totally tone deaf and doesn't realize that like when we see rebels, we want to root for them. Oh, and the racist, like the way that the, like the Asian people are like portrayed as the villains and then it's never backed away from it's almost more toxic in this movie than it is in rollerball in a sense because in rollerball like i get the sense that the creators are like look at these dumb fucking brutes who won't even listen to this like asian instructor 
and they're like yelling him down and like in your head you're not supposed to think that's like a cool patriotic moment you're supposed to be like wow these guys are goddamn brutes yeah get them like get them away from this poor dude who's just trying to stop them from getting murdered like that that's his only reason for being there is to stop them from getting murdered all right well those were great final thoughts on uh, rollerball on, on fun rollerball uh hey before we leave i got a surprise for you peter surprise me dude it's time for Kane or Zane. Kane or Zane? Oh, boy. <laughs> Kane or Zane? Rat Race. Okay, okay, okay. So Rat Race had, like, a really big, high-budget cast, um, but it was in, like, 2002. I'm going to say Billy Zane. That's Dean Kane. Dean Kane was in the Rat Race? He was in the Rat Race. Do you think he was getting paid more or less than John Cleese? Oh, hopefully less. Hopefully a lot less, right? Yeah. But I would imagine at that point John, Ke- John Cleese was like, I will take the paycheck. <laughs> All right. Kater Zane, round two. God's not dead. God's not dead. Oh, I know uh, Hercules is in that one. Oh, shit. Is Dean Kane in that one? That's Dean Kane. Dean Kane is a fundamentalist now? Well, I don't know. He's in the movie. If he's in God's Not Dead, he's probably a fundamentalist. Or, he? you know, is sick of making fucking Santa-related homework movies. <laughs> Oh, I can be seen in the theater again? This is amazing. <laughs> I haven't been seen in the theater since 2001's Rat Race, where I made slightly less than John Cleese. <laughs> Honey, go to bed. We know. Pre-World is Not Enough, John Cleese. Yeah. Blood Rain, Kane or Zane? That sounds like a Zaner, baby. Oh, that's such a Zaner. It's a Zaner? It's such a zaner. Because I'm losing points over here, man. I gotta get I gotta get him somewhere where I can get him. Scorpion King 3, Battle for Redemption. I've seen this movie. Do I still get the point? <laughs> or you could have just not told me that. Uh, Zane. That's all Zane. Yeah, he's awesome in it. He uh, looks like he showed up to set drunk. And Why have you seen uh, that movie? A girl in college wanted to watch it with me. No, no, no she didn't. No girl in college wanted to watch Scorpion King 3 with you. <laughs> She was a friend of mine. She wanted to watch. She wanted to watch Scorpion King. Don't buy it. Last Kane or Zane. Uh, Best Men, starring Drew Barrymore, Andy Dick, Sean Patrick Flannery. Zane. That's all Dean Kane. That's Dean Kane. This boy had no. That little Kane had an illustrious career. Luke Wilson. Dean Kane. Dean Kane. Hey, guess what? Dean Kane's first build on this motherfucker. In in Bachelor's Weekend or whatever it's called. Best Men. Best Men? Best Men. 1997. <laughs> Drew Barrymore gets the and Drew Barrymore. But it's Dean Kane number one, Andy Dick number two, Sean Patrick Flannery number three, uh, Mitchell Whitefield, Whitfield, uh, then Luke Wilson is fifth build, and then Andrew Barrymore. Not on the poster is Fred Ward. And Brad Dorf. If you're a character actor, I mean, I guess Drew Barrymore is not a character actor, but if you're a character actor and you get that and credit, like, oh, that's that's sweet, sweet butter, baby. That's that cheese. That's good. But Luke Wilson, fifth bill to Mitchell Winfield, Sean Patrick Flannery, Andy Dick, and Dean Cain. I'm surprised Luke Wilson's still with us. (laughs) It is absolutely insane. The plot Um, is one paragraph and then one sentence. I'm going to read it quick. Jesse Riley was released from prison, and he is to be married to Hope. Jesse Riley is played by Luke Wilson. Shortly before the wedding, he is involved in a bank robbery with his friends, Buzz Thomas. That's Dean Cain, baby. That's Dean Cain, baby. 
Teddy Pollock and Billy Phillips. It escalates to a hostage crisis, and the FBI is called. In an exchange of fire, a few men are shot. Hope and Jesse are then rescued by John G. Coleman in a helicopter. In the final scene, Jesse and Hope raise their son. Jesse and Hope raise their son? What a sweet ending. So some people get shot. There's a hostage crisis. That's five senses. Budget four million. Let's play a new game called Guess the, the Domestic Box Office. Budget four million. million. 1997. 5000 It grossed $5,000? Yeah. The Domestic Box Office. I That's feel like I it's a flop. I do remember the DVD cover from the video store I work at. Anyway. Uh, so next, next month, as long as we're doing this fucking show... Uh, we might as well announce the next month. We don't have the order yet, uh, but we uh, are doing Cinematic Twins, and you'll you'll get one of them next week. Who the fuck knows which one? I'm going to go back to enjoying my vacation, but we're doing The Sandlot, Rookie of the Year, one episode. No, not this. Hold on. <laughs> That's not right. We're doing Little Big League. And Rookie of the Year, that's one episode. We're doing Leviathan and Deep Star 6, that's one episode. And then Mission to Mars and Red Planet, that's another episode. Boom. Boom. Watching movies. That's two for the price of one. <laughs> yeah. Podcast doesn't cost anything. Yeah, so great deal. Excellent <laughs> deal. So instead of getting... Wait, hold on. Let me divide it up. So one episode divided by zero dollars. Let me just uh. type that into the old computer. Oh, it's shutting down. Episode over. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even calculate the value. I said my computer broke, Peter. The episode is fucking over. Oh, okay. The episode's over. Oh. Have a... Maybe end the episode. Yeah. Hey, Aaron, I hope you have a great vacation. Bye. Yeah, you too. See ya. <laughs> Everybody, get on board. You're gonna ride the cane train. The cane train. Everybody, get on board. You gotta ride the cane train. 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 Come and to watch if you want to get in touch with us please reach out to us at either our website wltwpodcast.com or our facebook group facebook.com backslash we love to watch and uh yeah reach out to us give us some feedback give us some support uh, suggest movies for the show all that we are also available on soundcloud TuneIn, stitcher and itunes thanks for listening